On today's episode, Mike and Ryan discuss how to get into homebrewing on a tight budget. Cheers. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Brewers in Law podcast, where beer is thicker than water. Join us on a journey discovering homebrewing, craft beer, and more. I am here, being Mike. I mix this back backwards. <laughs> I mix this up. Me being Mike, I'm here with okay. my brother-in-law Ryan. Okay, it is episode four. We've Ryan, been hello. Yeah. We've been drinking for what time is it? It is. Yeah, we've been drinking for yes. about five hours now. We're gonna have to retake this one. All right. Yes. Yeah. We. we this is our first time ever uh, marathoning. More than two episodes in a day. And, and this ooh, is why we don't do it. It's been a thing. It's been a thing. <laughs> so on today's fourth episode, we are discussing brewing on a budget. So um, when we're playing sort of a game where we challenge each other uh, to within a budget, uh, acquire all of the supplies necessary for one's first batch of home brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh Home brewing being a hobby that I, as we were just discussing off the air, a lot of people might be interested in, but hesitant to get into because of the perception yes. that there's a high startup cost. Yes. So, Ryan, today's first sip. What is another hobby aside from home brewing that you are interested in, but have put off getting into due to its high startup cost? So, mine has been a, a, a interest of mine to be in. It was a hobby. It kind of died off a little bit because I got out of high school and I realized I have, um, you know, life expectancy. But um, when I was in high school, I was a lot into fast cars. I was in the um, doing in cars in general, uh, and for a while afterwards, I was very interested in wanting to work on cars. Oh, okay. Um, and like, I, like I had, you I mean, had like not as a career, but just like to kind of have a pet yeah. car you were fixing up. So like in my garage, I could, I, I've seen it too. So like, I know it's possible in your garage. You have a lift. Oh that yeah. Comes <laughs> up so you can work. So not only you can work on your car very easily, but you can store two cars, one on top of the other easily without any issues. And like, I want to have a nice car. I love classics. I love the new versions. I love. German and American. I love all the different types of cars. An equal opportunity car lover. Exactly. That would be the hobby I would love to do, but it's so expensive. And in the end, honestly, not as worth it because obviously a car is never worth what it was originally. Right. You, you got to do it for the love of the game. Exactly. And yeah. So, so yeah. But there's a, a lift lot like of that money. Would be yes. A, ton of a lot of money in that one. What about you, Mike? So for a while, I would have said skiing. No. But I ended up just uh, getting some hand-me-downs, I believe. I did the um, same. Yes. <laughs> so uh, what I'm going to say that I am really into uh, – I really like watches. And I've sort of dabbled in watch collecting. Yes. So, like, I have a fossil. I have uh, – the one I'm wearing right now is, like, a, a Seiko. Um, and I got um, – I, I, like – found this like Kickstarter with this cool like NASA watch with mm-hmm. like this just like looks like space. Yeah. So I've gotten those, but like what I've really wanted to like get into is like the higher end, you know, like the the kind of the continuous mechanism, the Swiss made, you know, oh, something yeah. like Hamilton or Tissot. And I just 
when you look at the the price of even like the entry level watches <laughs> from those brands, it just it, <clears throat> it's hard to justify. And so I have sort of remained at the fringes of <laughs> of that that uh, hobby. And the other thing too is you know it's just like it it's a I'm sure that somebody else might have a different response for the to this question, but like. How many do you really need before you have enough? You know, it's like, well, it's, it's when if, if you're trying different beers, you're going through them. Theoretically, if you buy a nice watch, you have it forever. So how many nice watches that you'll have forever do you need? And my response is, if you have ever seen Doctor Strange, <laughs> have you, you know that moment? When I was literally going to bring he, this he up. he opens yes. up that Open drawer the and they're spinning. They're too. all spinning and they're all spinning like uh, synchronized with each other. That is like a, if I had a million dollars kind of yes. dream of mine, just uh, to have like a whole, uh, you know, a whole drawer of perfectly synchronized watch spinners with like beautiful handmade watches on them. So yeah, that, yeah. that's mine. I was literally going to bring that up and like, you want to be Dr. It's so funny. Okay. I'm, I'm, sorry like, I'm sorry for stealing your thunder. I'm sorry for stealing your thunder. Yeah. Uh, that is like the, I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's a good movie. That is the best scene in the movie. <laughs> It's so cool. No, it, it is. Oh, and it is just like such a nice little piece of character building too. Cause it like not only shows that he's like rich AF, but it also shows like how particular mm -hmm. and like precise, you know, like it says a lot about his personality that he has that. Cause there's even, there's a scene in, I think it's Iron Man two where Tony Stark has the same thing, but like, you don't see it. Like it's not, yeah. it's just like quick glance. You, he grabs a watch and goes, but like with Dr. Strange, it's just like, they really see focus it on it for a minute. And it's like, yeah. Oh man. They give you a little bit of eye candy. Like, look how satisfying it is to yes. watch all of these spin together. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's, that's perfect. Um, <laughs> that is a great one. This is now I, a watch podcast. I have to say watch <laughs> podcast slash Marvel slash beer slash homebrew slash Zelda slash Guinness. Kabucha. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, uh, I do have some listener feedback, actually, real quick. Okay. So the first one we have from our friend Daniel McGar. Um, he is with the oh, Turn hey, by Daniel. Turn podcast. He's, he uh, sent out saying, I think it was a typo, but my dad just asked me if in The Mandalorian, quote, Mango Fett was a good guy and he says at Brutus Law, Mango Fett, could that be a good name for a mixed drink? Absolutely. <laughs> it uh, is I I, I, I did, we did respond saying that is a mango wheat beer that I would love to make. Yeah. Um it isn't there is there a wheat beer called Mango Unchained? Yes. Is that, um, like you should actually um the, the brewery the shirt you're wearing underneath the um with the dog. Oh uh, uh Baffin? Yeah Baffin yeah. does it yeah really yeah yes. Cause that's yeah yeah, M Mango Fett is a great, great beer name. Yes, and we need to. Someone <laughs> needs to make that. Yes, I might, I might, I might <laughs> dive into Daniel. that. Yes, thank yeah. you, Daniel. Thank you for the wonderful idea. <laughs> uh, the next one is from TikTok. Yeah. It is from our uh, Gateway uh, episode. It is. Let me make sure I get this name right. User four one nine three eight seven five five one six three four three. Well, the question is, was that user generated on TikTok or did he carry I'm it over? Assuming it's <laughs> maybe he carried it over from something else, you know. Maybe just like you know what, this is my maybe username was, on everything now. He was super into Tron, so he wanted to be user, but he didn't want oh. us to be user. He wanted to be that that way down the line. Sure, yeah. but this person just said simply, "Great episode!" Exclamation point. Thank you. Appreciate that. 
I, I wanted to say that just I'm because of that episode. Made. That was a good episode. Yeah. And you, you know what? Hey, if we get so flooded with feedback that we can only read the really insightful ones, we'll be in great shape. But also, it's really nice to read. It's really nice to just read compliments. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> I mean, okay. if we get really, really bad, we always have our mother in law who always says a great episode. This, this is true. Yes. <laughs> so, Ryan, wh- why don't you sort of particularly because I think you were the craftsman behind like turning this into a game. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Would you please introduce the premise of this episode to everybody before we begin? So we wanted to find a way to help people who are interested in brewing because this is a homebrew podcast for beginners and people who might be, might have interest in it and not quite there yet. So we want to pitch us out there and be like, there is a way. For you to do this. Do this for relatively yes. not that much. There are always going to be startup costs. Yes. There's no always, way around always it. Always startup costs, no matter what you do. If you're going to collect watches, it's a little <laughs> higher. <laughs> but if you're going to... There are some things that are a lot what cheaper. <laughs> so, yes. But it, for this instance, we wanted to set the bar and make sure we stay at that bar. So, we set the, the bar at $200. For $200, you had to get your equipment... And get your ingredients. Right. So you're making your first beer for under $200. Yes, exactly. With nothing. Yes. I believe we described it as your house burned down and you have nothing. Except for a kitchen. We, we backed off of that a little bit. Yeah. The sink still. Yeah. Yes. So we did, we did set the toe because I was waiting for you to be like, wait a second. How are you going to warm up your wart without <laughs> any heat? Right. So where is my water? I actually did debate like, am I going to have to buy water from the store? Yes. But so you pretty much have no utensils. So no spoons, no kettle, no buck, nothing. But you will have a heat source. So a stove or some kind of something like that. And you do have a water source as well. You have $200 to get your equipment, to get your ingredients, brew a beer, and you're done. Okay. So. And we're going to try, and each of us is going to try to get the other one in each yeah. missing We've thing. We've sort of turned this into a game. I asked yes. Ryan, I was like, should, is this make the best beer you can for under $200? Or is this make a beer for as low as possible while staying under $200? And he kind of answered, but mostly just went, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we, we, we I, I, and I also asked him after mine was totally done and so was his. So like. We've each kind of taken our own tack on this. And I, I think I'm very it should intrigued. be really this is gonna interesting. Be, I think this could be really, really interesting here. So okay. um, I'll so go first. You're going to go first. I'll die okay. first. I love it. And I am going to, I'm going to rip your plan apart. Okay. <laughs> you, you try. <laughs> okay. So I do have references where I'm buying from. So I, so if you want to spot check. Which me, is important because I found that like prices for things can vary wildly depending on where you're getting it from. So. Tools I need to brew. So I'm going to get me a five-gallon kettle for $20. From? It is used from home uh, from brewinternational.com. Now, Ryan, how are you going to do that without a computer? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> or a cell phone. The library. <laughs> I'm going to the library, okay? Leave me alone. Okay, fine. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm, gonna, I'm going to get a bucket that has a spigot attached to it. And it already has a lid with a hole drilled into and it. And you get that for how much? Thirty-three seventy-seven with a spigot. With a spigot. Dang, that's pretty good. That is from Northern Brewer. That's quite good. Um, I'm gonna get a bubbler, which is three twenty-nine. 
also for Northern Brewer. A spoon, it is a, um, what is it, a four-inch spoon? So four-inch, right there, not big. Eh, I don't need to be that You're big. giving yourself a lot of credit there, <laughs> bud. <laughs> uh, so the spoon is going to be four forty nine. Um, That is from homebrewing.org. Um, a scale, which is for three ninety nine from Amazon. Thank you for that one, because that was actually the hardest one to afford to find. Um, scale, interesting. Man. I'm going to get bottles. I'm ordering. I'm buying two cases of Budweiser, twenty four packs. They are fifteen bucks a piece. <clears throat> might be cheaper than actually buying. No, it is unused. Don't. It, it really is. Dang, man, that's a power <laughs> move. I didn't think about that. Um, I'm gonna get one nylon bag uh, for a dollar seventy nine. And because it's Budweiser, it's a screw on. So you can just screw it right back on afterwards. You don't even. Well, no, you can. You can use a bottler on top of a screw on. You just Do need you to make need sure you to, get to the bottom lip. Yes. Because couldn't you just screw it back on? Because if, or is it hard uh, to make it wish, airtight if you do that? It's not as easy to get airtight. Mm. So there is a bottle lip that's a little further past where the twist is, where kind of like other bottles have that lip. Gotcha. You just have okay. to make sure you get there. So it's a better practice. Yes. To, okay. Um, so on top of that, we got the nylon bag, $1.79. Not super expensive. That is not bad. Yeah. So siphon um, by itself is $18.99. Um, and then a tubing to go with that, so you can siphon your beer uh, to go into the from the pot or from the the kettle to the the, the yeah. bucket. Um, bottle caps, which is like a hundred pack for like five twenty nine. A capper, which is twenty ninety nine, and then <clears throat> some priming sugar for two sixty nine, and dry ice to help cool it. So instead of buying a actual like coil to put into it. I will put it into my sink or bathtub, fill it with cold water, and then um, put the dry ice in there dry to cool ice. it. Where do you buy dry ice from? Meyer. Really? Meyer two fifty nine. dry yes. ice? Yes. Dang, okay. Wait, so hold on. I, I want to back up a little bit. Okay, so good. How, how many How many bottles of Bud Light are you buying? I am buying two cases of uh, Budweiser. Two cases of so that's four, beer. that's fifty beer. Oh, that'll be forty eight, right? Forty eight. Okay, beers, okay. Yeah. Just making yeah. sure you yep. weren't buying two twelve packs because oh, yeah. that'd be BS. Because you can't. That's one thing we didn't discuss is that this is a five gallon batch of beer. Yes, this we is a five gallon. It's batch. not a not a dinker little like one gallon batch. We're doing a five gallon batch. Yes. So okay, well, good on you. So I thought I got you, <laughs> but I, I in fact did not. So for so far. Minus the priming sugar because I put that actually with my ingredients. So. It, um, tools and all, I'm at 149.40. Okay. So ingredients, which will all be for Northern Brewer. I have my grains. Uh, I'm getting two pounds of two row, uh, which is 548 milled. Okay. Uh, and then I'm getting three pounds of Golden Light DME at 20.99. Not too bad. Uh, hops. I'm getting two ounces of Cascade at 458. Cascade and, and one ounce of Citra at one thirty nine or three ninety nine. Okay, and then my yeast is going to be uh, from Weast American Ale, which is eleven ninety nine. And as I stated, priming sugar will be there as well at two sixty nine. So my ingredients all, uh, together would be forty nine seventy two, which puts me at one ninety nine and twelve cents for total. All right. So I'm pretty much making my impatient bastard minus the tangerine peels. Because I could not afford them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can beg them off somebody eating a tangerine. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have your peel? <laughs> I mean, I probably could have gotten to Meyer and got like oranges for like 
Right. Like a d- I am then going to go to Meyer and steal an orange. <laughs> a single mandarin orange. I'm going to put it in my pocket and walk out there with it. So, yeah. So, I am at one ni- uh, 199.12. Wow. Okay. Wait. So, your recipe cost you 50 bucks almost? Yeah. Dang, man. That's expensive. Yeah. I mean... But it's it's, yeah. it's mostly the DME. The, the yeah. DME is good. Is it's it's a twenty one bucks for yeah, that. That's so. true. And then of I course, didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, D, D, DME could run like that. But it's it's probably a matter of scale, partially, right? Like, can you can you buy precisely how much DME you need, or do you need to buy extra? You you need to buy extra. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I think my my recipe is is two pounds of the two row and exactly three pounds of the golden light. So like, oh, there's okay. no like there's if you no if you got like. 3.5 or 2.5 even you're gonna have to get the three pound bag gotcha. still but yeah so i that's so then let, let's think about this yeah you got your brewing pot you yep. add your extract mm-hmm. you're heating it up you steep your grains in your nylon bag you add your hops throw in the hops in your nylon bag the stone the hops really the the hops yeah and then uh yep then you cool with your dry ice mm-hmm and you pitch your yeast, and uh, then when you're ready, you can pour back into your your bucket with its spigot or your kettle with its spigot. Mm-hmm. And then you add your sugar, your bottle. There, you you paid for a capper, right? I, I did think pay I for a capper. Yep. capper. Yep. Oh man, that checks out <clears throat> to me. That sounds yeah. good. That was that. It was honestly, it was getting down to the like, because I had. The last thing I was I was looking at was the scale and the um the how to cool. How it. are you gonna sanitize your equipment? I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> <laughs> you could just boil water. I could. I mean, you I have to anyway. Just like transfer. I, I don't know your plastic bucket. Maybe I don't know about that, but like. Everything else, you could just pour boiling water from one vessel mm-hmm. to another. That'd clean it up pretty fine. Now, the other thing I did not put in here and actually took out was the hydrometer with the cylinder in order to measure the yeah, gravity. To brew a batch of beer, you exactly. don't need to know for certain. Exactly. Like it, it's it's helpful helpful mm-hmm. to know that it's done. But like if you pitch healthy yeast and you wait two or three weeks, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, agreed. Agreed. You're fine. Agreed. agreed. Yeah. You might not know what percent it is, but you can assume you're hopefully in the ballpark. And it's mostly an extract recipe, which removes a lot of the uncertainty of mm-hmm. your original gravity. Yeah. So, and, yeah. Like, and then the other thing, too, I, I did have three nylon bags. I cut it down to one because I was going to do a bag for each of the hops. But I decided I'm just going to siphon it through and, and just deal with it like I used to a lot well, of times, like, actually. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, a lot of people <coughs> just pitch their hops in and don't worry about it and assume yeah, it'll... Yeah. You you either just leave it in the kettle because it'll sink, or yep. during cooling, or yep. it comes along and then it just it sinks during fermentation. Doesn't make it into the bottle. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's totally. So fine. yeah. So I think the other things that I really the scale was honestly the hardest one because I had to get that down really low. A lot of scales are like twenty bucks. Yeah. I dove deep into the Amazon corners and found one. And for now the the scale bucks. was for measuring out what ingredients, making sure ingredients are measured out correctly. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So that was that was the main one I wanted to get, and then obviously the bucket and the kettle. The kettle was was crucial finding it at twenty bucks because yeah. usually they're like fifty or sixty bucks, right? So yeah, that's actually so. So that was what a five gallon kettle with a spigot. You said no five. Or the, the bucket. The has bucket a has a spigot, okay. and that's and it has the the hole the uh, lid yeah. with the hole in it. Kettle, so at, kettle the, at twenty bucks is pretty darn good. It was used. That's why it was as bad yeah. as it was. Order now. Order right if you're now. Just in following Ryan's yes. logic. 
All right, cool. Well, hey, that is uh, that's that's successful. Yeah, so good on you. Yeah, I, I, it, like I said, I was, I was, I think we talked about this off off recording, but like I was sitting at two hundred and twelve. And you had to and just I like, had oh, to, like nah, knock it down. I can find a kettle for cheaper than this. Well, no, that's even with the kettle. I, it's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the hydrometer and the cylinder. I'm going to only have one nylon bag and not three. I'm going to find a cheaper scale and yeah. maybe merc. And then I I, I saw It'll how much I had left to over. see where you cut corners versus where I cut corners. Yeah. Because I cut them in very different places. From And then there were some corners that I very hard didn't cut, which you'll see after the break. Yes. <laughs> well, with that, let's go to the break real quick. We'll come back. We'll do yours. And then we'll do... A little more discussion. A little more discussion. Other ideas that could be out there. So, until that, Cheers. Hey there, podcast listeners. I am David. And I'm Kate. And together we host a podcast that you might be interested in if you like The Legend of Zelda. There are lots of awesome podcasts out there and a lot of awesome Zelda podcasts (laughs) out there. That's right, Kate. And we are another one of them. In fact, that is the name of our show, Another Zelda Podcast. And in our show in particular, we talk about some of our favorite dungeons, characters, boss battles. We do a couple top ten lists here and there. We have some deep dive episodes and we even pepper in a couple quiz episodes. We talk about our own experiences, we do some review episodes, talk about our challenges, our struggles, and our victories. That's right. If it has to do with Legend of Zelda, we talk about it. You can check out our episodes on our website, anotherzeldapodcast.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a lot of the other podcast services that are out there. And you can also check out our episodes on our website, anotherzeldapodcast.com. All right, we will see you there. Okay, bye! Hey, you. Come over here. Uh, Who, me? Yeah, you. Okay. Hey, do you like Zelda? Yeah, I like Zelda. Who doesn't? Oh, yeah? You like video games? Yeah, I dabble. I play them, yeah. Yeah. Do you like listening to people talk about video games? Of course I like listening to people. (laughs) Who reads anymore? Well, 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 buddy, do I got a podcast for you. It's called Fan Fiction, you know, with an X. Oh. And you can find it on all your major podcast distributors. That sounds amazing. Oh, buddy, you have no idea. One question, though. Why are you in my room? And we are back. So I gave my plan, Mike. What is yours on your Excel spreadsheet you got over there, you engineer? Okay. Well, I will, yes, I did print out an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, so I will say that you you had what? You had a um, you had a buffer of 22 cents, right? 78 <laughs> or yeah, Sorry, 78 cents. cents. I had a buffer of 70 cents, so very similar. But my setup is a brew in a bag kegged setup okay let's let's track this it's gonna get a little weird so okay so i did not find as good a deal as you i have a five gallon stock pot for 35 dollars which i believe a lot of this stuff if i don't specify a lot of it comes from my local homebrew store which is cadillac straits um so yeah believe i got that there i then get a uh uh 
a grain bag, a large like brew bag, okay. not an on-brand one, but an off-brand one for nine bucks. Okay. My fermenting bucket is a five dollar <laughs> five gallon Home Depot paint. <laughs> I bucket. knew you were gonna do that one, yes. <laughs> I then need to poke a hole in the top of it to yes. allow for the airlock. How do you poke so a hole? So I will buy a one dollar Phillips head screwdriver <laughs> from Home Depot. <laughs> Yes, I, I found a yes, large, is a large stainless steel spoon, probably similar to your four incher, from Amazon for two thirty seven. Nice. Uh, I suppose we're assuming I have a Prime membership, otherwise I would have to pay shipping, and that throws my whole thing off. I was about to say I didn't put taxes in mine, so <laughs> oh, I didn't do taxes. On it. I didn't do taxes. On it. You don't worry about taxes until a, a, exactly a, after you're already checking out. I found an auto siphon for ten dollars, I believe, from Cadillac. Nice. Shirts, an airlock for two fifty. And then I need a, since I'm poking my own hole, I need a grommet for the airlock, that little okay. rubber piece. Yes. So that is 75 cents. Okay. Uh, so basically I'm going to jam a hole with my Phillips head and then widen it until the grommet fits. Yes. Uh, then I'm getting a pack of Star Sand Sanitizer for eight bucks right. for a four ounce You're better on, than me. on Amazon. <laughs> and then a cleaning brush to clean my equipment for next time for $4. <laughs> So, so that's part of the next that's, budget. Uh, so, so that's my brewing and fermentation <clears throat> setup. Okay. And I uh, that that comes to about 74 bucks. Okay. Dang. So, okay. So then uh, be making I am doing, and I actually, I split this up because I didn't know if my kegging thing was going to work. I just from the start went, I want a keg. This is going to be <laughs> stupid, but I'm going to try it. And so I, 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 I saved up. I've got like alts for my like bottling version too, which yes. I'll share after. But this is my lo-fi kegging version. So from Adventures in Home Brewing, which is in Ann Arbor, I can get a used five-gallon keg for 45 bucks, which is a solid deal. I'm solid deal. Yes. Um, so uh, a now the problem is CO2. So a full CO2 tank new mm-hmm. is, is quite expensive. But, but there is this thing called a, an injector, which is basically, so imagine the, the little cartridges that you use for like your little carbonated growler. There's slightly bigger versions of those that go up to 16 grams. Okay. You can get a a pack of those for 12 bucks and then you can get something called an injector, which uh, a ball lock injector. So it just basically fits onto, it clips into a ball lock keg. Okay. So I'm uh, on the CO2 out. You can clip one of those little tiny things in. And then there's like basically a little trigger that you push to push CO2 into your keg. Okay. So theoretically, the way that it works is if you have carbonated beer in there already, there's some natural, there's some pressure from the carbonation already, the pressure the keg's already at. Yeah. You can serve until basically you're out of pressure. And then you just, the, my understanding is at least you just press that little trigger and it pumps more CO2 in so you can continue serving. Okay. Right. So seems like <clears throat> it would be real sketch over a long period of time to like maintain the right pressure. Yes. But a, we're going to go. Pinch, in a pinch. And then, and then to serve out of, uh, since I obviously wouldn't have a kegerator. Uh, a kegerator, I have a $10 picnic tap, which is one of those little handheld yep. things. Okay. So that all of my lo-fi kegging setup goes for $104. So um, to compare, if I were to bottle instead, I wasn't smart enough to do Bud Light. So I, I'm getting th- 48 crown cap bottles uh so you know capable 12 ounce bottles for 30 bucks okay um then five dollars for <clears throat> bottle caps 17 dollars for a capper that's 52 dollars so that is exactly 
half as expensive as my lo-fi kicking okay. system. Okay. Further, if you wanted to do a hi-fi full kegging system, you get the keg for 45 bucks. Okay. Your CO2 regulator, I was able to find for $40 for, okay. for the smallest version. Your refills would be cheaper, but yeah. $40 for like the rental and a new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The regulator is $40. Okay. The tank, a used tank is $70, okay. but then every refill is only 20 Yeah. Two feet of gas tubing for two bucks. $10 for ball lock disconnects with those little worm clamps that you use a screwdriver. Yep. Although, notable omission, I bought a Phillips head screwdriver and these require a flathead, which means oh, I'll have to man. spend another dollar. <laughs> well, okay. And then a $10 picnic tap. So basically, yeah. um, if you want to do full kegging, it is $73 more to do Ooh. full keg compared to this lo fi version with the little CO2 yeah. cartridge, right? And then if you want to do bottling, it's $52 less. So just to put it in perspective like that, that's kind of the differences you're, you're looking at. Okay. Um, and if you switch out your ball lock keg for a pin lock keg, um, you can save an additional 10 to 20 bucks from either kegging setup. Okay. So there it is. So now I don't have a lot of money left because I was, about to, how much I, was being a, right now? I was being a bougie boy. So I I've got about, um, $18 left for a recipe, <laughs> which I'm I made in, work. <laughs> I'm intrigued at how so, this is going to work. I am obviously going to make an American light lager. Yes. Uh, so I spent $2 on granulated sugar from Meyer. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, anything I just listed that I didn't name where I got it from was all from Cadillac Straight Supply House. So oh, that, those okay. are the prices on my Shout local out to home local. Shop. Yeah. Yep. So $2 for sugar. I am then going to go to Cadillac Straits, spend $9.18 on either Pilsner or Pale 2 Row Malt, depending on how I'm feeling, Yeah. at $1.53 a pound for only six pounds of grain. This is, again, I, I'm going to get it milled there, and this yes. is my full grain <laughs> recipe. Okay, no extract. Um I am then going to spend two bucks on a single ounce of Cascade hops and then four fifty for USO five dry yeast, which is uh okay. USO five is the same as American ale, the one that you were you bought. Uh, it's like the Sierra Nevada Chico strain, yeah. I think is what it's supposed to be. But uh, I'm doing dry yeast because I'm a cheapo and it's four fifty. <laughs> so for for the the um for the dry lager yeast, which would be better mm-hmm. for my lager, whatever. Like Chico is extremely clean. So I think it's close enough Yeah, for my janky, but whatever. <laughs> if you wanted a lager yeast, you pay an extra buck, which is too much. Yes. <laughs> it would have put me over. If you wanted like a nice, uh, my favorite lager yeast, which is Imperial L17 Harvest. Yes. That's 10 bucks, which is way over. <laughs> yes. So I have to go with my SOUS05 dry yeast. So. Yeah, so the recipe is six pounds of crushed Pilsner malt or okay. uh, two row, 0.7 pounds of table sugar, uh, an ounce of Cascade hops split between half an ounce at the start of the boil and then half an ounce at 15. That's okay. uh, 22 IBU. And then that's it. Then you pitch your yeast. So that's going to be a 4.1% 22 IBU beer. Uh, and then... <laughs> And there you go. And then when you're, so let's follow this through. When you're done, 
you use. So I, I ferment in my bucket. And okay. since I don't have a spigot, I'll have to use my siphon to get it mm -hmm. into the keg. Then, because I have these cartridges that is not nearly enough to actually carbonate my beer, I have to basically, I have to keg condition the beer. So you do the same thing you would do in a bottle. Mm -hmm. You add sugar to the keg and you let okay. the yeast ferment it. Okay. That's the only thing I can do because <laughs> I don't have enough CO2 to carbonate it. Then you, you, you put that little guy on it. And you serve out of the you serve out of the keg. Okay. Apparently, I have a refrigerator as well. But you must too, because you're not going to drink that beer warm. That's gross. We I have mean, a refrigerator. We're in Michigan. My it's wife outside. is angry because I've torn it apart to make room for a keg. But <laughs> I have a refrigerator thing. <laughs> and uh, if you put that all together, I think it works out. Uh, bonus point: if you if I bottled instead, I could have used that extra money. On World Flock Tabs, a less economical recipe, <laughs> liquid yeast, yes. and some kind of brewery <clears throat> wash to help me further from the star sand, like something that'll kind of wash off the grime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I went with a kegging setup. So there I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I do have one more thing. I do have a way to beat you. Okay. And save 50 bucks. 50 bucks. That's a lot. That is a lot. Northern Brewer has a starter kit. In this starter kit, <clears throat> I will get a five-gallon stainless steel brew kettle. One beer recipe kit of my choice. So I can choose a Block Party Amber Ale, a Chinook IPA, or Hank's Hefenweizen. I will get a Siphonless 6.5 gallon fermenter with gasketed lid. I'm assuming siphonless means it has a spigot. Yes, I'm assuming okay. as well. A bubbler airlock, a bottling bucket with spigot assembly, a uh, testing equipment, which includes a triple scale hydrometer, test jar, and lab thermometer, a spring tip bottle filler. 21 That's inch nice. stainless. I don't have spoon. money for that. I'm I'm, I'm free pouring into oh, my mouth, baby. <laughs> a, a 21 inch stainless uh, spoon, tubing. That's so much, so much, so many more inches I than know. you have. I know, right? <laughs> so many more inches. Cleaner and sanitizer. <laughs> or bottle me. brush. Uh, bottle capper with red caps, 60 count. A home brewing 101 course uh, preview, and printed step by step instructions. I'm only missing bottles, but as we talked about, I can get those pretty easily. Right. With, and, you, and you get Bud Light out yeah. of the deal or Budweiser out of the deal. So it's not. So the starter kit is $120. Dang, man. So you throw on the Bud Light. How much did you pay for the Bud Light or uh, the Budweiser? 30 bucks altogether. So 150 bucks. So 150, you save 50 bucks. And you get that is everything. a good deal, man. Everything. Yeah. That's really good. Cadillac Straits has a starter kit, and I don't, but I don't know. This may be one of those like uh, scale things where like I don't know if they can compete with that in terms of what you get. Yeah, like with the kit and stuff. You get a recipe too, though. But you'd be supporting your local. Yeah, true. But to I get think a that's recipe the big is thing. The big thing. I think theirs yeah. is about one fifty, but I don't know that it comes with a yeah. recipe. So like, and you get a because I picked the Chinook IPA. Like you get the hops and grains. It's an extract recipe yeah, man. still. That's, but like you get uh, everything with it. That is a pretty darn good deal. Man, yeah, and for one fifty, or for well, yeah, we'll we'll say one fifty, 
Yeah. Um, that is, that is an extraordinarily good deal. And if you're looking to get into home brewing, like that is that not, is, that is a kit, right? It's not there. much. No, like that's, that, that's not much at all. Well, 150 and it makes, As we explain- and it makes your first <laughs> beer. So like, imagine like, imagine how much you would pay, you know, you got to subtract the cost of 40 to 50 <clears throat> beers, you know, mm-hmm. for, you know, 48 beers or whatever. Um, if you were just going to drink craft beer, you pay for those. Yeah. That's going to cost yeah. money. So like. It's not bad. Like you, you, the, the, this hobby has never been cheaper to get yeah. into. And like the one thing I will say it's missing is the cooling part of it. Yeah. But, but dry ice or regular ice, do an ice bath. In the, oh, in that, the, that's in one the, thing that I actually yeah. didn't cover. Ooh, yeah, mine, no, that's true. Which is that I, I was gonna, uh, account for ice bags but i don't have money yep so i would have to just run a cold bath stick it in the bathtub <laughs> i can tell you it takes a long time i've done it <laughs> i've done it it takes a lot of stirring in a long time yes yeah we are our our um i think in one of my uh misadventures i talked about the great flood <gasps> yes, of our yes, kitchen yes, we yes, ended yes. up having to do that in the in the um bath but we also dumped a bunch of ice into it but it still took forever yeah Jeez, jesus yeah. but yeah yeah no it I, works as eventually. Much, I about to say as much work as we put into trying to figure out a 200 dollars recipe and then finding that kit for 100 120 bucks a little dismay yeah I, hey, that was the first thing i saw actually and i'm like you know what i'm gonna save that this has a cheat it was way more fun to put it together and yes well, the other thing i would say is like if you just want to screw around get a mr beer like uh yes i i think the one real letdown of those at least in the past was always uh the recipe or the the ingredients Mm because you know they sit in the shelf at bed bath for years or whatever (laughs) but like you could always you could buy a mr beer buy ingredients Mm -hmm. just make up ingredients for an extract recipe and probably still be pretty cheap and like that mr beer stuff isn't going to last you mm-hmm. but it'll make you one or two maybe even four or five good batches of beer and then if you like it then maybe you invest in like a real starter kit but yeah, like how much is a mr beer oh uh, let me let me google it real quick okay. but I, I i don't imagine i, I, I know i know elvis much. and i my buddy uh used to not used to talk about it getting a mr beer um but never actually did it obviously um but like I don't know. I, I don't think they're that expensive. I would say like 50 bucks. So it looks like, yeah. So I've got a, <clears throat> uh, it's, so it's unclear. There's a subscription box. Hold, hold on. Let's say, on. Come on. Come on. Um, so Mr. Beer, cause I know I was on their website when I was doing research. Cause I did the same thing. I was like, you know, how, how simple, do I want to be about this? <laughs> um, let's see. So they let's they've got uh, beer making kits. So there's a Mister Beer Complete Beer Making Two Gallon Starter Kit Premium Gold Edition for fifty bucks. Yeah, so you that's like that's quite cheap. Yeah, and and it it comes I think with bottles and stuff too. So like that that's pretty cool. Like I yeah. said, really the only letdown is you're just like. One, they use hopped extract. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe don't do a beer that's based on hop flavor. It's not going to be good. Yeah. But two, I would worry about the yeast. At, at least I would probably spend the five bucks on quote unquote fresh dry yeast. Yes. Um, yes. Or, or or spend the 10 bucks on, because uh, you made a ton of money back. I'd spend the 10 bucks on like a good fresh liquid yeast. Yes. Yeah. Um, but 
still like if you're not if you're not certain why not you know what's the worst the worst that can happen is you don't like it you're out 50 bucks that's not bad no you can spend more than that at one night out at a bar i about to say yeah you know and if it <clears throat> works out for you but yeah i i it, that just add to so you know we basically presented several levels of if you want to get into home brewing like how big a risk do you want to take the exactly, biggest yeah. risk is 200 bucks which to have a lifelong hobby i would argue isn't that much to try yeah but like you can go down to 120 you go down to 50 yeah. it all depends on how committed you think you're going to be exactly and like even the once you, and once you have the ingredients you or the equipment you have the equipment you don't need to buy it again right you, so the next time you want to make a beer i'm dropping 50 bucks on a on a on a five gallon batch, so that's really not that bad. No, think about it. If you're really doing not. five gallons, that's fifty beers. You're you're paying fifty bucks. You're paying a buck a beer yeah. for an I, I I made IPA. So right, yeah. I was gonna <clears> say I I don't feel like I and I think extract you you do pay a bit more for the the process. You do yes, but like I don't know. I've 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 done recipes for. I think most of mine are 30 to 40. Yeah. Um, if, if, if you're going whole grain and really like, it's not that hard to do whole grain anymore or mostly grain, you yeah. know, you, you, you could do, always yeah. mash with like, you could do half and half. That's you can kind of, yeah. since you already have the nylon bag built into your, your setup, mm -hmm. you could do as much grain as you want, as long as it fits in your brew kettle. Yeah. You, you could do partial grain in less water, then add water and boil like, you got tons of options if you're really that strapped for cash. Yeah, exactly. Or just make a light lager like I did and throw a bunch of sugar in there to make up the alcohol content. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really it's it's if you're interested in home brewing and your 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 and your reason to not do it is because of money, it's not a, a real reason to use because you can do it fairly cheap. I, I was able to afford this in college. I was broke in college. Yeah. So the question is what, <clears throat> what did you give up? <laughs> I mean yeah I guess but you gave up the beer money you would have spent on other people's beer. Exactly. <laughs> there it is. You were gonna spend it exactly. one way or the other. It was gonna be beer no matter what. And I made it beer on my own that I wanted. Yep. Yep. And and like, even if you're, if you're new in the brewing, if you have a homebrew store near you, or even you go to Northern Brewer or something like that, they sell kits. Like you can buy the kit and it's still yeah. about roughly 40 to 50 bucks a kit on a five gallon batch. Yeah. And it's a full recipe right. on how to do it. Your ingredients are included yeah. and you, and it tells you exactly what to do. And you have your equipment because you already bought it. So you're buying your next kit and you're going to make the beer. Yeah. It's really, really, it's a really easy thing to get into I, and I, then you can experiment more. I think another key thing to bring up there too is like if you're nervous about getting started because of expertise and or you just need some help like picking through what equipment you really need, mm -hmm. just going into your local homebrew store and asking the people there, like they're very knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they'd be happy to work with you if, if, if you said like, hey, you know, this is the money I'm working with. They're like, hey, I want your starter kit, but I have like no idea what I'm doing. Can you give me some tips? Mm -hmm. You know, the, the the people there would be more than happy. You know, they, they're generally, I've never been in a homebrew store where the guy that helped me um, was not like real passionate mm -hmm. about brewing. So the brew, the brewing world and brewing family is very compassionate for each other. So if I keep you walking, yeah, someone, it's a real if you walk out to someone who feel. has been doing this for 50 years and ha has won competitions and you're brand new and don't know what you're doing, and you're asking for tips and advice, he'll sit you down and, and keep it simple for you. Right. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> like again, if if you say, "Hey, I I kind of want your kit, but I, I've got a uh, I've got a hard hundred bucks to spend. Like, can you help me cut corners? I don't know if they can, but maybe they can like, at least get you closer to it. Or they might say, you, you know, and and th- that's another thing that we sort of didn't bring up. Like, okay, if you want to make uh small small batches, you could maybe use your soup pot. To yep. make a one gallon batch, you know, it, that's one, 10 one, beers. Right. And, and, you know, you could do that. You save the money on a brew kettle. Mm-hmm. You can buy a two gallon or a one gallon paint bucket. It's mm-hmm. going to be, I don't, if you can't afford five gallon paint bucket, then you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. But like, but still like the, the, there are, you know, you, we did five gallon batch. You, you don't have to, you can do smaller. And, you know, we, we went, we went real big to the point where we were buying, spoons and yes. screwdrivers and you don't have to you know you'll you have that stuff you have a stock pot probably you might not have a five gallon one but but you might have one small enough yeah. to do most of the work you you do your mash in it you pour that in the fermenter you boil a little more water you pour that in your in your bucket and you kind of make up the, the and that's honestly what i do honestly i i do if i do a five gallon batch i'm boiling three gallons of water that's that's my that's that's my that's my build for everything mm-hmm. and then once i move it to and i add it into water, the yeah. yeah exactly yeah and that that absolutely works there's no reason you can't do that yeah, exactly yeah so yeah it, it it scales and again if you're not sure how to do that just find your local homebrew shop google it mm-hmm. and they'll help you and there are plenty of apps out there uh that help with building recipes and help with um how to like get like understand okay. what goes into what and or how just to do kits or kits yeah, exactly and some of the great things about kits is like a lot of times now they they'll tell you a lot of them what exactly you're adding so like mm-hmm. you can learn from them you can it's not just like a black box where it's like well make a good beer and don't worry about it because it's proprietary it's mm-hmm. like they'll tell you for the most part what is in the beer and what you're adding so that you can slowly pick up why what you're making tastes the way that it does mm-hmm. and it, it's a great place and to they start. even clone some recipes i've seen clones of yeah. like not even just P-H-A-T-T-Y-R-E, like p-h-a-t-t-y-r-e fat tire yes i've seen that that's yes. on northern i've brewery, seen that I think. i've seen someone brew local breweries like yeah there was um there was a brewery. oh uh, cadillac trace does that i yeah. think where they have a couple of like like metro detroit ones yeah. that they clone well like you have a basic recipe of it of what you could like and have from your local brewery and you can make it yourself or just stick with the simple basics. Like you, they could be like, here's an Irish stout. Right. Here is an American lager. Here is an American amber ale. That is your basic recipe. Here's what you need for it. Oh, it's everything in this box. Follow these directions. You have a beer, five gallons of it, 50 beers. You're Hooray good to go. Beer. Hooray beer. <laughs> so like it's, it's very easy to do that. And then like you can look online and find clones of, said recipes if you th- they don't have it there and then you can go to the store and get the ingredients yeah. and as as we've shown getting the ingredients especially more grains than, than extracts it's not super expensive yeah and you can i mean you know the brands you pick the hops you use you can cut a lot of corners you know citra is going to cost you a lot more than cascade yes cascade uh weirdly was like the cheapest top it I was for me too yes i wonder if they're <laughs> just like michigan cascade and that's why because they don't have to be shipped but like yeah, that, I got two ounces. It was like weirdly, weirdly cheap. It was like even cheaper than hops that I assumed were like made to be budget hops. You know, yeah. like cluster or like yeah. uh, I don't know, like uh, Hallertau, Hersbrucker. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was weird. And then like you know, if you just do your your standard like Brees pale malt, you know, brewer's mm-hmm. malt, like that's not going to run you much. 
Um, yeah, there there are a lot of things you a lot of things you can do there. So yeah. All right. I think we're being a dead horse at this point. So exactly. If get if you have any questions, just do it. <laughs> do it. Just do it. <laughs> we went totally right, different directions. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So if if you would like to find the podcast, uh, whether it it be to comment on our first sip about expensive hobbies you are avoiding getting into. Whether mm-hmm. it's about your experience getting started homebrewing or any tips you have about getting started for cheap, you can find us on Twitter at Brewthersinlaw, that's all one word, or uh, similarly all one word, Brewthersinlaw.com, our website, mm-hmm. where you'll find more information about our episodes and our show in general. Ryan, where else can people find you online? If you want to talk to me directly, anything non-beer related, so Zelda, Marvel, Star Wars, <laughs> anything else. Fun. These are Ryan's hot button topics. Yes. Um, you can reach me at Rambo Coon. That's R A M B O K U H N. Um, if you want to talk beer, you can reach out to me directly at uh, Wise Old Owl uh, Brew. Or if you want to check me out at TikTok, I'm at Wise Old Owls Brew as well. And then you can check out Brewers in Law on Instagram, on Facebook, on our website, as Mike stated, and on Twitter as well as Mike stated. Um, anywhere, we're pretty much everywhere at this point. We're if you can't find us, there's something wrong. You too. Your house just burnt down and you don't have a computer or a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> the library. The library is still there. It's that's free internet. True. That's true. Yeah. But again, you can find us on Apple. You can find us on Google. You can find us on YouTube. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find our podcasts um, with the rest of the uh, 6.5 Media family. Um, you can check out other uh, podcasts within that family as well. Um I think that's it. I think we've beaten this dead horse, as you I said. I think we've we beat it into the ground. Cheers, so, my man. Cheers, everybody. Cheers.